0: Good morning. This is Tommy Ray, and we're in episode 52 of Water Rights, Laws, Guns, and Money. Today is September the 27th, 2022, and we're going to talk about cuts that are coming on use of Colorado River water. It has to happen. Otherwise, the users will continue to pull out their historical share of water and we will have two big mud holes on the Colorado. Lake Powell and Lake Mead are running out of water because flows in the Colorado River have been much below normal for several years now. Up until about the year 2000, the river was more or less in balance. There was either more coming into the river than being taken out, or they were equal. But beginning about 2000, more has been taken out than had been coming in. Something had to give. All the seven basin states were concerned. They have now been looking at a deficit scenario for at least 10 years. But nothing much has been accomplished in terms of a new plan to share the water in the Colorado River. The states entered agreements in 2007 and 2019, but not stringent enough with enough cuts. It was just too easy to kick the can on down the road for one more year, and then one more year, and so on. I remember thinking that the states were never going to come to an agreement on how to pare back use of the Colorado River. It was just too hard to get that many states to agree on making cuts that clearly would hurt their economies and too politically hard. So on June 14, 2022, the Bureau of Reclamation gave the seven states in the Colorado River Compact just 60 days to find a way to cut their total water usage by up to 4 million acre-feet. Once again, no plans emerged. With no states agreement, the Bureau of Reclamation then put out a press release on August 16. People were expecting some major changes. Surprisingly, the Bureau of Reclamation imposed no new cuts on states, instead affirming cuts mandated under those 2007 and 2019 agreements, Nevada and Mexico took minor losses, and Arizona emerged as the first big loser. The Bureau of Reclamation said Arizona must cut 592,000 acre feet because of the concession it made back in 1968 to California to get the Central Arizona Project online. That concession meant the 1.4 million acre-feet capacity of the Central Arizona Project has junior water rights. In a shortage, like now, Arizona, except for tribal water rights, could be cut to zero. Where might other cuts be found? Many of my comments that follow were extracted from an article in the August 24, 2022 edition of the Denver Post. David Marston compiled much of this information. Colorado's 1876 Constitution ranked municipal water over agriculture, making it tough to dry up cities like Colorado Springs or Aurora even though their water rights are junior. But residents might see incentives for tearing out lawns, along with programs for water reuse and much higher water rates. In rural Colorado, there isn't much water available to conserve. The largest irrigation district in the upper basin, the 500,000 acre-feet Uncomppodre Valley Water Users Association already took 150,000 acre foot cut this year because of a light snowpack. The runoff just wasn't there. Many in agriculture view a desert city like Phoenix, which grew on the false promises of reliable water, as an existential threat to farming communities. What the federal government can't touch for now is any upper basin irrigation project created before the signing of the Colorado River Compact in 1922. In Colorado, a spreadsheet compiled by the state's Division of Water Resources tells what projects, by date, risk losing water. Some Western Slope irrigators are vulnerable because the water rights they're using were bought by municipalities only recently, intending them for future growth. The irrigators continue to use this water and know that since the cities own them and do not need them right now, the cities could easily give them up for a couple of years with no harm to the cities. Many Colorado irrigators on private ditches are lucky to have so-called perfected rights, dating from the late 1800s. To snag water from these irrigators, it's likely to be all carrot and no stick. But rather than taking payments for not irrigating, they would be more concerned with system efficiency and improvements. For now, the Bureau of Reclamation seems to be following its plans and hoping for the best which means emergency cuts might be drastic. As John Wischite of Utah-based Living River sees it, the Bureau of Reclamation made a mistake when it told the seven states of the Colorado River to find two to four million acre feet to do without. The cuts, he says, should go even deeper, up to six million acre feet the need is to that point. Whoa, to go this deep, I think that California is going to take the next big hit. Remember that California's share is the biggest at 4.4 million acre-feet annually, and the state of California decided that within its boundaries, irrigators have first rights to 3.85 million acre-feet of the total 4.4 million acre-feet annual allocation. Some California irrigators are totally dependent on water stored in Powell and Mead. The upper basin states have a little more flexibility. There are reservoirs off the main stem of the Colorado that can be called on to guarantee the Upper Basin's water supply, such as Gunnison Reservoir in Colorado and Flaming Gorge in Wyoming. But there's significant federal authority to run those Upper Basin Reservoirs, which are owned by the Bureau of Reclamation. None are anywhere near the size of Lake Powell and Lake Mead. And the Bureau of Reclamation has been releasing water from these reservoirs to attempt to keep more water in Powell and Mead. Let's focus now on California. The Upper Basin states seem to be asking, if the 1922 Colorado River Compact parceling out the river's water is the law, shouldn't California face major cuts? After all, California's huge allotment of 4.4 million acre-feet lately equals the entire consumption of the four upper basin states, and its allotment is also junior to almost 1 million acre-feet of tribal water. Kathleen Ronane with the Associated Press wrote an article on California's water problems that appeared in the September 13 issue of The Colorado Sun. She said the nation's most populous state may be forced to give up something in the coming years as hotter and drier weather causes the river's main reservoirs to fall to dangerously low levels. California has established an internal pecking order for the 4.4 million acre feet of water it gets each year from the Colorado. In the good times, California had been taking more than its allocated 4.4 million acre-feet, but they had planned for the time when they would be limited. Internally, California agreed that agricultural irrigators have rights to the first 3.8 million acre-feet that would come to California. The remaining 0.55 million acre-feet would be shared by municipal water districts. This means agriculture is getting 87.5% of the California share of the Colorado River. Wow, ag has power all over the West. Massive districts such as Palo Verde and the Imperial Valley Irrigation District have priority over the Metropolitan Water District which brings drinking water to 19 million people in Los Angeles and Southern California. The state has a structure, but no plan for serious savings. Kathleen Ronane used the Cox family farm in California as an example of what might happen to irrigators in California when deep cuts come. When Don Cox the grandfather, was looking for a reliable place to build a family farm in the 1950s, he settled on California's Imperial Valley. The desert region had high priority water rights, meaning its access to water was very hard for anyone to take away. He had it on his mind that water rights were very, very important, said his grandson. Thomas Cox, who now farms in the valley. He was right. Today, the Imperial Valley, which provides many of the nation's winter vegetables and cattle feed, has one of the strongest grips on water from the Colorado River, a critical but overtapped supply for farms and cities across the West. In times of shortage, Arizona and Nevada must cut first, but with deep enough cuts, those cuts will impact California. California, the nation's most populous state with 39 million people, may be forced to give something up in the coming years as hotter and drier weather causes the river's main reservoirs to fall to dangerously low levels. If the river were to become unusable, Southern California would lose a third of its water supply and vast swaths of farmland in the state's southeastern desert would go unplanted. Without it, the Imperial Valley shuts down, said J.B. Hamby, a board member for the Imperial Irrigation District, which holds rights to the largest share of Colorado River water. A century ago, California and six other states signed the Colorado River Compact, which split the water into two basins and set rules for how much water each would get. A series of deals, laws, and court cases that followed led California to get the most water and made it the last to lose in times of shortage. Fear and frustration over California's use of the river has driven the compact since its early days. In Western water law, the first person who taps the source gets the highest right, and California cities and farmers have relied on the river for more than a century. So why did the other states sign something that allowed California to get the most water and be the last to lose it in times of shortages? Well, the other Western states had a fear that California's explosive growth in the early 1900s would allow California to lay claim to all the river's water before their own populations grew. And this was a very real possibility under the doctrine of prior appropriation. The compact and the series of deals that followed attempted to find a balance to protect California's supply while ensuring other states got some too. California later benefited when the federal government began building Hoover Dam to help control the river's flow. Hoover Dam was built during the Great Depression from 1931 to 1936. Once built, it began backing up water, which could help the Bureau of Reclamation provide California's water demand almost at will. Unfortunately, that big reservoir behind Hoover Dam, Lake Mead, does not have enough water to provide California's share of river water today. Today, the states are now gearing up for a 2026 deadline to renegotiate some of the terms to better deal with drought and protect the two major reservoirs on the Colorado, Lake Powell and Lake Mead. But before the 2026 deadline, the U.S. Bureau of Reclamation has demanded the states find a way to cut their use by roughly 15 to 30% to stave off a crisis. The states failed to meet a mid-August deadline to reach a deal, but negotiations are continuing and no new date for an agreement has been set. The Bureau of Reclamation stepped in, as earlier noted, and made some cuts, mainly to Arizona. All eyes are on California and its major water rights holders, namely the Imperial Valley Irrigation District and Metropolitan Water District of Southern California to see if they will give up some of their share. Both districts say they're willing to use less water or pay others to do so, especially if cooperating means they can avoid challenges to their senior rights. But they're playing coy about exactly what they're willing to give. If they play coy too long, the Bureau of Reclamation will be forced to decide on further cuts. The river is the only water supply for the Imperial Valley Irrigation District, whose farmers grow broccoli, onions, carrots, and other winter vegetables, as well as alfalfa and other feedstock. The limited water underneath the ground in the region near California's border with Arizona and Mexico is not usable and it does not have access to state water supplies. The irrigation district was historically entitled to more water than either Arizona or Nevada, though it's given up some of its water use over the years in exchange for payment from cities like San Diego and Los Angeles. In 2019, its board rejected a drought contingency plan signed by other water users in Arizona, Nevada, and California. This time around, Imperial Irrigation District officials say they would be open to leaving fields unplanted to save water on a temporary emergency basis. But neither Hamby nor board spokespeople would say how much state officials are looking at the $4 billion approved by the U.S. Congress for the Colorado River as a possible source of money that could be used to pay the district and, in turn, farmers to use less water. The farmers aren't privy to all of the district's negotiating tactics, but are trying to organize among themselves to avoid having cuts foisted on them. Cox said. Many farmers have already installed drip irrigation lines that use less water, but they would be willing to adopt more conservation tactics if they'd be paid to do so. Already, Farmer Cox said he's making decisions about whether to plant on all of his vegetable fields this fall because he's getting less water than normal, under a new system adopted by the board. And it's not just farmers who rely on the Imperial Irrigation District's water. Runoff from the farms feeds the Salton Sea, a massive inland lake created in the early 1900s when the Colorado River flooded. It's now rapidly drying up, exposing surrounding communities to toxic dust and killing the habitat that birds and fish rely on the state and federal government are now looking for other ways to support the sea in the absence of river water and it's being eyed as a possible site for lithium extraction we're talking about a body of water surrounded by communities who have been marginalized for so long that don't have the infrastructure or capacity to protect themselves from climate change, from less availability of water, from more dust, said Sylvia Paz, executive director for Alianza Coachella Valley, an organization fighting to improve the economy and health outcomes in the region. Behind the irrigation district, the Metropolitan Water District is the state's second largest user of the river's water. The Colorado makes up about one-third of the water supply the Metropolitan Water District uses to provide water for drinking, bathing, landscaping, and recreating to roughly half the state's population. Other sources report that the Metropolitan Water District actually delivers about 2 million acre-feet a year, with 1.2 million coming from the Colorado River and another 0.7 million from the State Water Project. The State Water Project brings in water from Northern California. I know little about the Metropolitan Water District, but it appears they're taking more than the allotted 0.55 million acre-feet per year. I don't know, and I'll try to clear that up in a future episode. The point is that the Metropolitan Water District is the second largest user behind the Imperial Irrigation District, but doesn't use nearly as much water as the Imperial Irrigation District. Metropolitan Water District is allowed to store some of the water it doesn't use in Lake Mead, which California officials say has actually helped stave off a water crisis in recent years. But this year, short on other supplies, the district may actually try to pull some of that water out if needed, a move that would likely cause friction with other states in the basin. The district also gets water from the Sacramento-San Joaquin River Delta, the state's main source of water supplies but the Delta is suffering from drought too, and the state only approved 5% of requested supplies this year. As it looks to stabilize its water supply for the future, the Metropolitan Water District is spending billions on a water recycling plant and urging people to use less water for their lawns. still ensuring that the Colorado River is available in dry years when other supplies aren't available is the district's priority, said Bill Hansen Camp, the district's Colorado River manager. Farm heavy water districts in the Coachella Valley and Riverside County also get Colorado River water, which they use for crops like citrus, melons and barley. The Fort Mojave Indian Reservation and Colorado River Indian Reservation are among the tribes in California with water rights. Looking to the future, both climate change and politics are at play as California's water users debate what it will take to keep the river alive. Man, you can see those debates coming. There are some hard battles ahead, between users of the Colorado River water. We will take a stab at other states in the next few episodes. I'm glad my favorite mountain stream is on the east side of the Continental Divide and shouldn't be affected. It's my place of solace. Come with me and let's take a listen and relax. See you next time.